0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: I'm Rob Black talking money, invested in more. The past, the present, the future. Walk into a bar. It was tense. Get it? The future's so bright I have to wear sunglasses. We remember that song. Good golly. That for, was that from the 70s? maybe eighties George Carlin once said there's no present. There's only immediate future and recent past. George Carlin was one of the comedians that everyone loves. There's a letter in your mailbox. I, I can't say that I'm a big George Carlin fan, or I can't say that it hit me at a time where I was influential, influenced by it. But I do always think about the future. I do think about the past and I, I, I focus on the mistakes With the future, I focus on opportunity. And my goal on the show is to get you to retirement. For the foreseeable future, we're going to need oil products because I don't like the idea of hydrogen cars. I know you're saying, why, Rob? Why? Isn't hydrogen that technology that they have for cars that only produces water vapor? Well, my opinion is I'm not so sure I want to be cruising around, maybe driving by a mall or something like that. And then just like getting into these crazy little mini Hindenburgs of all these cars exploding on fire. Look, everybody, it's me. It's the fabulous Rob Black. He's turned on. He's up in the Hindenburg. Wouldn't want to be the guy on the Hindenburg. Look who we have today. We got Baron Otto von Otto. We got Greta Carbo. Zsa Zsa Gabor. Then <laughs> like, don't light a match. Don't let a match. Oh, no, Charo's hair is on fire. So a lot of times when we talk about the future, like the future of cars, hydrogen cars, there was a thing in the 1990s where people were investing in cars that had hydrogen cap- fuel cell capabilities. It was a big, big story. It really never developed. I know someone's locked in a basement right now who has the secret for hydrogen in cars. And we're basically putting the kibosh on him, and it's not going to happen because big oil rules the world, and there's a secret cabal that rules the world. I get it. But when you invest in the future, you get it kind of putting yourself into, I'm not going to say trouble, but fuel cells were a big, big, big story. In 1998, 1999, we started figuring out the year 2000 was coming up soon, and computers only really add and subtract with the last two digits, on years so suddenly people weren't going to be getting social security checks unless we poured billions of dollars into new companies because suddenly they would turned from 80 years old to negative 20 years old or something along those lines i like thinking about the future when i was single i knew there was a perfect woman out there for me i knew that i was gonna have a future wife and it was gonna be blissful
0: Wow, 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 wow.
1: But because I wasn't on my medications, I kept wondering, why wasn't she finding me? Why wasn't she finding me? Why wasn't she finding me? So, future, right? Let's talk about the future investments. Again, I don't think cannabis is a good example of that. But a couple of years ago, cannabis kind of landed with a big splash Canada's legalizing marijuana. Poppy needs that sticky icky for his glaucoma. CBD oils will be used in beverages, will be used in coffees and teas and sodas to help you fall asleep. There is a, a lot of it. This is going to happen. We're going to come up with new medications. This is going to happen. We're going to come up with new ways of making clothes. This is going to happen. It doesn't always happen that way. So be careful when you're talking about the future. You should never, ever go to a tech conference in my opinion, unless you're willing to temper it when you walk out. So tech stocks have big conferences, and they always talk about the future. And I love going down to Laguna Beach. I love it. I love going to San Diego. I like seeing this stuff, but then I have to get out and temper myself. Because I once went to a big trade show that was talking about 3G. This was 20 years ago, and how was it was going to change the world? How video would be instantaneous, how we'd be able to instant conference calls. And we're like, okay, well, that's going to hurt AT&T, who makes a lot of money on conference calls. Or well, like We've started extrapolating a little bit too soon. Some research that I've recently been putting together on the future. Internet and media companies are going to grow 3.6% through 2023. Faster than GDP, adding $300 billion in revenue to reach $2.3 Most of that's going to come from you, the consumer, spending money. Projected growth rates of about 4.6% for ad revenue. So instantly, anyone who's doing advertising on internet, I'm eyeballing. Facebook, Twitter, Snap are all very good examples. And then you could add in the other ones beneath it if you want. 4.4% growth in internet access. 1.8% growth for paid content. Subscription revenues are expected to grow 3.1%. Wall Street loves subscriptions right now. Paid content, not so much. People are more hesitant to say, I want to pay $99 for a year of the Wall Street Journal. But to get an article for 50 they they're like, okay, I'll do that. So Apple Arcade, Apple TV+, Apple Music, they can all bundle those services as subscriptions. You can get one for $10, or you can get all three for 21 do you see where subscriptions become very attractive? They just got your spend from 10 bucks, to 21 bucks. When I worked in the restaurant industry, I know you're saying, you were a waiter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool like that.
0: Say what?
1: Um, When I worked in the restaurant industry, our bosses would come out every night at like four. Okay, guys, we're going to have a good night. We're going to work as a team. I want you to know the special of the day is mahi, mahi. And I'm like, mahi, mahi? Again? Yes, it's the cheapest fish in the ocean, and we catch them all the time. Should I tell that to the, 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 the eater, the customer? No. Mahi, mahi sounds exotic. Okay. And then you would be like, okay, don't forget to sell desserts and uh, alcohol. Restaurants make their money on desserts and alcohol. Getting that ticket price up. The average American has a 31-hour day. 12 of which are spent consumer consuming technology and media. It is shocking how much we consume. 41% of those hours are video. We sleep six hours and 27 minutes. We work 12 hours. Um, we, I guess it's work. We spend 12 hours a day consuming technology and media. Can you imagine that in the work week? We're not even working that much. Media consumption is expected to grow. So I'm still in. Talking about the future, media and tech companies need to ID and super serve power users. There's something I believe called whales in video games. Those are the guys who start playing Candy Crush or Farmville, and suddenly they want a golden pig. And a golden pig costs 2.99. And suddenly at the end of the year, they've bought like 10 golden pigs or 10 golden horses. And the stats that company has on you, like, you're the only one spending that money. They're going to send someone over to give you a foot massage in the future. Because they, they know you're the whale. You're the guy who spends money on those free games. We're going to talk a little more social media, a little more media consumption, technology, and some stock ideas. I'm Rob Blackhawk, and all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Seminar always coming up. Listen to commercials. Seminar always call it up. You can learn more at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM
0: 1220 KDOW. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Some years teach us more than others. Some years we get cocky and arrogant. Some years we get kind of fearful. That's the one thing you never want to be, is when you get ostrich-like and you get head in sand. <clears throat> you don't want to get too greedy either, because then you kind of overstep. You're not expecting a worst case scenario, and they always happen. <clears throat> you know, right before you go out on prom date, you're going to get a pimple, right? It just happens that way. So, California learned a lot about wildfires and regulation, deregulation, and most of us are pretty ignorant on what it is. And I consider myself pretty ignorant on should utilities be privatized. Because back in the late 1990s, a lot of you don't remember this. When President Clinton, the good old hillbilly from Arkansas, he deregulated financials, he deregulated utilities. Now, the financials, it let a bank become a broker, become a broker, become an insurer company. So, a lot of small companies were dedicated only to insurance, only to be in brokers, and only to be in banks. And he basically allowed them to get into each other's businesses. And they did. And stocks roared on that. Consolidation is considered pretty positive as you take a few ways, a few players, and you see companies paying each other premiums or not premiums. But he also deregulated the energy industry and people were pointing a bony finger at him when California had rolling blackouts in 2000, 2001, 2002. And it was, we had made this relationship with Enron and we were buying energy from them and we couldn't pay what... So because we were deregulated and because we were making decisions publicly as a publicly traded company versus a state of California or the city of San Carlos or the city of San Jose or the city of Sacramento, where they could say... Let's raise rates. We have a quasi deregulation in utilities, and I don't think that's. I think that's where it's a bad thing. Two thousand nineteen saw PG&E start rolling blackouts due to wildfires, and people are pissed. Why are they turning off electricity to eight hundred thousand people? Well, because those eight hundred thousand people, at some point in time, sixty houses are gonna burn down, three people are gonna die, and they're gonna sue the company. Because the power was on and a branch fell on a on a limb. Everyone that I talked to in the utility business says it's the trees. Now do you want PG and E to go out and like uh nuke all the trees in California? We can't do that, we need oxygen. Uh do you want them to put it um a pesticide along the, the, the power lines? Can't do that because pesticides will go in the water. There's no right answers. There's just compromises. And I, the thing that stinks is when you deregulate and you don't do it right. If you're going to do it, let the public companies have full control of the power lines, the costs, the rate increases. Under the Clinton deregulation, and I'm not knocking him, because trust me, this was a ridiculous old system in the first place. Just trying to revamp it was a move in the right direction. But the thought was, if you were living in Fremont or San Francisco, you could say, I want AT&T to deliver my power. But no, you're like, AT&T is a telephone company, Rob. The whole idea was that it was going to set up anyone who wanted to get in as competitors. And AT&T could say, well, we do your phone. We do your cable television. We could also do your electricity. We'll give you a bundled service. You can't half, and I can't use that word, you can't half glass it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and we've done it kind of half glass. We like the utility. When California started doing blackouts in 2019, on facebook i was chuckling i've got a friend who i refer to as the dumbest man on the planet he's like how dare they they're a bunch of idiots look how much they pay themselves and they cut off power what are you talking about fool and then a week after the wind storms and we've had we have crazy winds in california for those of you who don't know on the east bay or not on the east Bay, but East coast we have some channels that just we get like 70 90 mile per hour winds it's, it's insane not often Seasonal changes, I think. I'm not a weatherman. Don't hold me against that. Um, but they, they showed pictures of, of limbs that fell on power lines that didn't catch on fire. And my friend, he doesn't go, Well, thank God they saved lives and houses from burning down. He's just still mad. And they'll do it again and he'll be mad. And, you know, take a look at that stock. That stock's too much drama for me. It tells you Wall Street's pretty smart. It tells you deregulation is not very smart and it's unpredictable. Will PG&E survive? Will we privatize the phone companies? Will we privatize the electricity companies? Will we cap what death is worth? Every time we go through these fires, and I I hate using this example because it's so dehumanizing, and right now there's a fire somewhere and someone's going to die, and a lawyer is going to say, you killed my client. You should have turned the power off. You, You turned the power off in 2019, but this time you didn't turn the power off. You owe me well, my client's worth $6.2 million. And then 200 people die, it's 200 times 6.2 million. So you kind of start getting the math of it, what have you. You can't half-glass it, and we half-glass way too much. I would pay double or triple for my electricity bill if I had to, if it gives them power. You can't have the governor saying, well, you can't raise rates to clean the trees up, but you have to clean the trees up government interference on deregulation it doesn't work in my book but anyway i'm digressing let's talk about the future media tech companies id what are called super servers also known as whales power users oh god that name power power users it makes me think of something totally wrong and r-rated they spend two and a half times much two and a half times as much money on media services as others they buy 1.4 times as much on media, and they buy celebrity-related products at 4.6 times the rate of the average user. I always wonder who buys these celebrity perfumes. It's my life. I hate people who buy celebrity perfumes, but they're out there. And anytime you can get people to do that that transaction, it's money in the bank. Social media world is starting to splinter. Active activate counts. Uh, a big survey did 15 social networks with 300 million users. Let's hold that thought. 15 social networks with 300 million users. I'll talk a little bit more about that when we come around the corner. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, and find me for seminars at newfocusfinancial.com.
0: Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: Problem with me, biggest problem that I have is I can't dance. And I hear a song like this, and I, I, I'll, I'll give an example for my producer, and I'll let you use the theater of your mind of how bad I dance. I start moving my arms forward like I'm jogging. Really? My head's going up and down. I look left, I look right, and I don't know what else to do. I can't dance. You're fab. You're switched on. You're a bit of all right. Yes. That's why I like ska music. All you have to do is run in place. That's my dancing <laughs> skill level. When I tried to do like um, Guitar Heroes and, and Dance Dance Fevers and Dance Dance Revolutions, I, I don't make it 10 seconds. The game turns off. It's embarrassing. And my kids, on the other hand, they know over probably 50 dances. All of them tied to Fortnite, of course.
0: Shall we play a
1: game? One of my favorite movies of all time for showing you how bad technology is. Matthew Broderick. War Games. Ali Sheedy. Oh, she was so cute. Back in the day and age when we were young enough that we wanted to marry someone who was cute. Maybe she didn't have a career. Maybe she was a little crazy. Maybe she was a little obsessive compulsive. She tended to break into things. I don't know. But I'm all for war games if you get a chance to watch it with your kids because it's going to freak you out to see how bad technology was. The government's like, quick, go to a a payphone and call them. There's (laughs) no cell phones. And when they introduce a cell phone, it's the the size of a shoe. It's huge. I wear size 14 feet. You know what I mean? Kind of a big deal.
0: You know what they say big (laughs) big
1: feet, big socks. Right, big shoes it's so embarrassing when i packed to go on vacation do you know what it's like in uh, again women let's go to hawaii and you bring like one little one little plastic baggie of clothes it's like a little sandwich bag and like if i pack shoes it's a, it's like a suitcase just one shoe sneakers and a, a dress show sneakers and, so it, it turns into i just buy flip-flops there and throw them away kind of thing because I can't afford, I can't, the space limitations, right? I'm digressing, but don't let that stop you from Catch a Rob time. Black and no Rob more.
0: Black and your money live on the Bay so, Area Airwaves. Right now, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM, 1220 KDOW and streaming, and streaming live on the second.
1: KDOW radio Facebook, app or KDOW.biz. Yes, Twitter, yes, we get that one. We understand it. Instagram, yeah, yeah. You, you got the list in your head, right? For you and me, 72% of people, which make up 7.2 out of 10 people, 72% of people use more than two social networks. I would have to think about that for a second, but yeah, I I certainly do. The average number of social networks per person is going to grow from 5.8 today to 10.2 by the year 2023. Should you invest in social networks? Yes. Yes. Should you be looking around? Because right now, if you're using two social networks or more than two social networks, maybe one of them Facebook and one of them Instagram, who's going to be the one that, like, is there a player that's going to come in? Snap is the obvious one that has the most room to grow because they have a younger demographic. Oh, snap. They've made their mistakes. They've weathered them. They're still standing. <coughs> TikTok's out there. But we're going to be growing the number of social networks we're tied to. Excuse me. E-commerce is going to double by the year 2023. 80% of online sales for the top 20 e-commerce companies are from third-party sellers. Let's stop there for a second. E-commerce is going to double by 2023. Our economy is not going to double by 2023. My salary is not going to double by 2023 unless I become Rob Black.
0: I spell my male name, gigolo. danger.
1: Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. No, I, I'm not going to be making money in that. I can tell you that much.
0: Zoopy, zoopy, zoo.
1: Yes, I'm going to come to your house and run and place and dance. You don't need a Peloton when you have Rob Black zoopy, moving really, zoopy, really slow. Zoopy,
0: zoopy, zoopy, <laughs> zoopy
1: so e-commerce can doubled by 2023. 80% of online sales for the top 20 e-commerce companies. So 80% of the sales, and we'll just say for Amazon, are gonna come from third-party sellers. I got I love one pair of jeans. This is ridiculous, that I tell you this. I got it from Farfetch. And they're they're kinda like they're they're kinda like a fashion Amazon in Europe. I've worn the same pair of jeans, the same style of jeans, for like this is so embarrassing to admit out loud. 15 years. I have to run a little bit faster, this one. Run it in place. But I've worn diesel Larkies, 3432s, for 15 years. And guess what? They just took out of America, like, the last three or four years. Diesel Larkies. So they're going with a different cut. They're going with a different fit. I, I don't know. So now I'm in this this awkward position of I'm buying extra pairs online, but I'm getting them from Farfetch in Asia in Europe. And the first thing that goes through my mind is I've seen gangster movies. And you know gangster movies, it's like, if you ever watched Sopranos? or The gangsters from Eastern European, they tend to, like, rob diesel trucks and steal all the diesel jeans, and they kind of wash the money through money laundering through uh, pay sites. I know you're saying, that is so cliche. You are going to get in trouble with your bosses. Wrong. Um, But, yeah, so I kind of think, like, am I supporting the Eastern European mafia by buying from Farfetch? Like, why doesn't diesel sell these on the diesel site? Why doesn't eBay sell them on the eBay site? Nope, can't find them. You got to go to foreign currencies and get DHL to deliver it, which is in of itself an experience. I'm so used to UPS. I'm so used to um, post office, FedEx. So e-commerce is going to continue to grow. Direct consumer... Brands will emerge in every major category. That's a big phrase. Write it down. DTC. Direct to consumer. It's a big, big thing. That's why companies like Nike, they're saying, you know what? We don't really want you to to them all anymore. Just buy it from us online. We have an app that'll measure your foot for you. And we'll get the perfect fit for you. And so instead of going to Foot Locker, and here I am running to Foot Locker, I'm moving my left arm, moving my right arm, dancing my head up and down, so I'm running to Foot Locker. $120 for a pair of Nikes? Or I can get a $120 pair of Nikes from Nike? I don't actually have to go to the mall? I could actually sit on my butt and eat popcorn, and, you know, I, I really like malto, malted balls. <laughs> Um, goobers, any, any raisins, chocolate raisins. I'm good with all that on the couch, right? So that's where Nike's going to make more money, the direct-to-consumer. So again, the average number of social networks per person is going to grow from 5.8 today to 10.2. I, I bet I'm at 5.8 today. I was only able to come up with three or four off the top of my head, but I, I'm sure there's one or two more in there. Will I get to 10.2? Probably. E-commerce doubling by 2023, I think that's a good number. Direct consumer is going to continue to grow. Therefore, I'm I'm still in a lot of these investments. Digital marketplaces like Zillow and Uber Technologies, Craigslist, and others are changing the dynamics of practically every major service industry. So the future doesn't look that bad. Part of the future that I really like. One of my favorite movies of all time. (coughs) Again, War Games was 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 that was me. I was able to hack into computers. I was known as Black the Hack. I had a friend who was African-American who was known as the Black Hack. I was Black the Hack. He was the Black Hack. So, and we actually used to, I got into the legal trouble when I was 14, 15 years old. <laughs> but that's a story for another day. I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. I got the black lung. Video gaming in the ne- is the next streaming battlefront. Let's talk about this for just a second. So Netflix kind of dominates the content TV video streaming. But Disney Plus wants a piece of the action. So Disney Plus says, well, they got too many freaking fragging subscribers over Netflix. So we better figure that out. We're going to price beneath them. And then if you get a Verizon phone, you get free Disney Plus for a year. The whole idea is once you get that subscription, you forget about it. It's like the people who get the Costco card. Costco reports how many people are dead that still pay for their card. So streaming is the next big thing. And one of the companies that I'm going to eyeball, it's not the next big thing. It's, it's it's a big thing already. But video gaming of streaming is big. My kids watch other players play Fortnite. Sometimes instead, they don't even want to play Fortnite. They just want to watch their buddies play. I like looking at Twitch. I like looking at Mixer, which is Microsoft's social network for video gamers. Um, I like seeing some of the new games out there. I don't necessarily want to buy it. Red Dead Redemption, you get to play a cowboy. I'm not a good cowboy, I'm not a bad cowboy. I don't live in a cowboy fantasy thrive Oh, Westworld is pretty cool. On HBO, another streaming service, right? Maybe I do want to be a good cowboy. Would I be a good cowboy or a bad cowboy? But um continuing to grow. And continuing to get eyeballs. Esports are going to hit $7 billion in revenue and 700 million global viewership by 2023. 700 million people are going to be watching esports. Why watch the NFL when you can sit down and watch Madden? Why watch the Super Bowl when you can watch the Super Bowl on Madden with a virtual reality headset and actually feel like you're there? Is that Michael Jackson coming out of the halftime show? Whoa! I'm in the front row. Take off your virtual reality headset. You look ridiculous. Average video consumption is over five hours a day. It'll be flat for a while. We'll talk about more tech trends, more media trends. Media and tech, as they combine, there's advertisers involved. There's average revenue per user, ARPU. Good stuff. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW
0: radio app. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: I got no rhythm. And yet I was a drummer in high school. I was a pretty good drummer, but only because I could hit hard with my foot. I had a good pedal foot. Wasn't so good with my hands. But I look like a rock star because I could twirl my drumsticks. Nice work. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get back to you. Video gaming is a big thing. And whether it's you take a look at the top hits last year, Red Dead Redemption 2 is probably going to pull in similar money to a billion plus, similar money to Marvel superheroes. That's pretty good. And again, Pac-Man's come a long way. Miss Pac-Man, part of the hashtag MeToo movement, run away from ghost hashtag. So video games are, are something you can't overlook because they're growing faster than our economy. Esports. Oh, and by the way, two trends, if we could tie two of them together, subscriptions and video games. Apple introducing a subscription to arcade where you get, I think, 100 games for four or five bucks a month. First month's free. Then after that, you're on a subscription. Subscriptions are super important. But you're going to see, again, more and more of that push. Do you know who I think Apple should buy? I know you're saying, let's talk speculation. I think, first and foremost, you know, I think the power players in tech right now, Facebook, Amazon, Alphabet, Google, Netflix, did I say Apple? I think I did. There's someone oddly enough missing from that list. People who have content, people who have distribution. When you take a look at who's for sale, you're starting to see the NBCs pull content from Netflix. You're starting to see the ABC Disney's pulling conflict from Netflix. Do you know who has got a lot of content out there? A ton of content. And they still are very, very quiet about their future? Sony. Just for, in my opinion, Star Wars—not the Star Wars, but the Spider-Man franchise. There's some value there, but then Sony also has, uh, kind of a a, a pristine perception. They're not as thought of um, as some of the other assets out there that you could digitally acquire. I think someone's going to make a play for... And by the way, Microsoft, for like 10 bucks a month, you can play all their whole backlog of video games. Not all of them. But you can get like 100 video games a month for 5 to $10 a month. And there's going to be promotions to it. Same thing with Sony. So who do I think is going to get acquired down the road? I think Nintendo. And I don't think that makes me a genius or anything like that. But... When I look at what they have, as far as assets go, they've got high-quality, pristine characters. And someone like Apple could afford them and say, you want to play every Mario game on your phone, on your I- iPad, on your TV? Done. They don't even have to think about it. It's done. Ain't that crazy? A little crazy. 800 516 So I do think Nintendo gets acquired for a premium. I don't own shares of Nintendo. I'm just speculating here. But I like throwing that out there. So eSports is blending with technology, hardware, video gaming is kind of blending in there. Average video consumption is over five hours a day. Live TV viewership has grown faster than non-live TV as measured by ad views. So anything that has sports right now that you have to actually watch it, otherwise it might be spoiled for you. seems to do well. The average viewer of tele, of um, video services, video consumption, will have four point nine services by twenty twenty three. That's pretty intense. So not only do you have Hulu, but now you have Hulu plus Netflix. Not only have Hulu plus Netflix, now you're getting addicted to Disney because all the content. Like, and you're gonna you're gonna go through periods of time where you add one and drop one. Sports betting, I'm fascinated by this people's desire to ruin their lives. Excuse me. I don't know any rich sports better. I don't know anyone who's made their wealth off sports betting, and yet sports betting is fun. In Portland, they just released a lottery that... I, I know this only because I hate Portland Trailblazers, only because I have a friend who likes Portland Trailblazers, and he posts photos of him at Portland Trailblazers games all the time. My college roommate used to scream, Blazers, 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 every time they'd score. Excuse me. I think I got the black lung. But they just came up with a lottery sports betting thing on an app that says if you think like halfway through the game, will they get a 10-point lead? Will they win by 10 or less? You can bet at halftime now. That's addictive. For me. And that's why I don't do it. Wagering's going to drive more sports viewership. So if you own a sports media channel, like a Comcast... You are in the right place like an ESPN because eyeballs are going to come to you as we gamble more. We want to see it play out in real time. No one goes to bed thinking, you know, my squares that I got in the Super Bowl uh, square lottery thing. I threw down $10 per square. I got three squares. No one goes to bed not knowing if they won or didn't win. Sports betting is going to grow 77% through the year 2023. Close to $150 billion. And this is the best part. New Jersey, betting in New Jersey will surpass betting in Nevada. Oh my God, no way. I know, right? Think about that for a second, because Nevada's got something called Las Vegas. Interest in sports in the United States remain high. 29%. Two-thirds of the population follows at least one sport. 29% follows new sports, like something that's different than it was the, the, the years before. Podcast listening is growing 17% per year. Is that the death of AM radio? Is that the death of FM radio? Is that the death of the DJ? Or did video kill the DJ? Which we're watching more videos thanks to MTV. I'm Rob Blackhawk and All Things Financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com.